Welcome back to More Than Numbers Enneagram for Business. My name is Keanu Trujillo. Today we're going to talk about things that you need to do or things that you need to consider before you quit your job and start your business. And the reason I wanted to make this episode because I went through this transition recently in June and people have been asking me, what did you do? How do you make that happen? How do you take the next step? So I wanted to create this because this is still very new. This is something that I had just went through and am still going through. But also for those of you that are professionals that have people that you mentor or that look to you for guidance, feel free to share this episode with them as well. So that way you can save yourself some time and add some value to them as they're preparing to go all in on their business. We're going to cover five things that you need to do before you quit. The first one, honor your present opportunity. Two, transition your network. Three, transition your lifestyle. Four, transition your budget. And five, transition your mindset. What we're also going to cover in this episode is how certain Enneagram types will approach this differently based on the way that they're wired. To start with how this relates to the Enneagram, the Enneagram, the nine types, are broken into three different triads. And in these three triads are three different types that react to the world or respond in different ways. The first are the eight, the nine, and the one who approach life through their gut or their instincts. The next are the two, the three, and the four that approach life through their feelings or emotions. And then finally, the five, the six, and the seven that approach life through logic or their head or their thoughts. So the eight, the nine, and the one the challenger, the peacemaker, the perfectionist, approach life through their gut or their instinct. So that's how you're going to process taking this step and getting into your business. The two, the helper, the three, the achiever, and the four, the individualist or the romantic, approach life through their feelings or their heart. So that's what's going to be driving them. The type five, the investigator, the type six, the loyalist, and the type seven, the enthusiast, approach the world through their thoughts or through their head. So understanding how you're going to approach this opportunity is helpful for you to know uh, really what to be mindful of. So eight, nine, and one, be mindful of that gut, that instinct feeling when you know that you're feeling that pull into your business, you're feeling that push that you need to take action. The two, the three, and the four are going to be driven by the feelings. The three is a little bit different because the three will be driven by uh, avoiding feelings, but feelings are still going to be the driver for them. And the five, the six, and the seven are going to think logically through their head, how do I make this make sense? How do I take this step? So with that, we'll jump into the first one. Honor your present opportunity. Leave well and leave with integrity. As much as it depends on you, don't burn bridges. So you might be in a a job right now where you have the opportunity to stay and build your business from within before you transition. If you have that opportunity, do that. Make sure that while you are still employed, while you still have a full-time job, your bills are getting paid, you have insurance, your needs are being met. If you can do that, then do that. Be patient in building up towards taking that next step. But also set yourself tasks and things that must be accomplished before you take that step. Because you could very easily get caught in the trap that I will take the step when, but you don't have a clear path as to when that will be. So what will happen is you'll say, all right, I'm going to take this step after I uh, get this much in savings, after I pay down this debt, after I have uh, this business plan. Get those tasks in order, and when you accomplish those tasks, know that it's go time. So honor your present opportunity is number one. Go to your supervisor, go to your boss, whoever that may be, if you have that relationship with them. I don't know how your organization handles transition. You might be in an organization like mine was in Leaving Elevation Church that handled it 
handled it well. I was able to speak to my supervisor. I was able to let him know. And then a month later, I was able to transition away from staff. But you might be in a place or an organization where they say, okay, you're done. You want to leave. You want to start your own business. Time for you to go. So just be aware of that. Have the understanding of your position. But either way, whether they make you walk out the door the moment you say you want to start a business and you want to do your own thing, or they give you time to transition, either way, honor your present opportunity. How you end one thing is going to say a lot about how you start the new thing. So as much as it depends on you, do not burn bridges. You don't know when you will need them again. And also it's just in honoring what you've been blessed with, what you've been given, the opportunity that you have now. Because that current job that you're in, it's prepared you in some way. It has invested into you to take this step. It may be that you can't stand that job, and that's actually what's pushing you into wanting to start your own business and do your own thing, but it still helped you get there. So you want to honor that opportunity. How you end one chapter says a lot about how you begin the next. So number one, honor your present opportunity. Begin to create a plan. Do what you need to do to bring them into that so you can take the next step. Number two, transition your network. So if you've ever started a business or you've gone into any kind of career where you needed to network and essentially sales, real estate, financial advisors, or just building your own business, you've been in the place where you have to contact those in your network. And if you wait until you're already in the job or you're already starting the business or you're already making the sales, then that's going to be a really awkward conversation and an awkward connection. So prepare your network for what is coming without pressure and without the awkwardness by letting them know, transition your network. Let them know, hey, I'm going to be stepping out into this new venture. This is what I'm going to be doing. I know we haven't connected in a while. I'm still at my current job, but I just wanted to let those that I care about and those that care about me know what's happening next. I did that. I connected with a, an old friend and an old mentor of mine that I've stayed in touch with throughout the years. He lives all the way across the country and I wanted to connect with him. I let him know in May that, hey, this is kind of what I'm doing now. I just wanted to connect with you and just wanted to you know, reignite our, our friendship. But also I wanted to ask him for guidance, for advice, for feedback. So when you're transitioning your network, that's gonna do one of two things. That's gonna prepare them for what you're doing, which will inevitably lead to business, but it could also open you up to mentorship, guidance, support that you will need when you're starting this business. So the number two thing, transition your network. Don't think that you can do it alone. You absolutely can't. There is nothing that you will do, business or otherwise, that can be done alone. So transition your network, prepare them for that. So that way, when you do step out into the water, you're able to call on them and say, hey, I'm out here now, I'm doing it. I'd love to introduce you to the process if you haven't already. I did that with my network, I prepared them, but I also sought guidance from them uh, because I have a lot of great uh, business leaders or mentors that I was able to contact and let them know. Long story short, the friend that I had contacted that was all the way across the country that we hadn't been in contact with for years uh, ended up resulting into a rather large uh, client and very lucrative for the business because I handled that well. If you find yourself transitioning your network while you're already in it, you're going to find yourself uh, in very awkward situations of, hey, I really wanted to call and catch up and how are you doing? How's the wife? How's the kids? Oh, by the way, I have this thing that I'd really like to sell you. That just doesn't feel right, right? I mean, if I called you and I did that, said, hey, you know, what's going on? Wanted to let you know that I'm in this new business. Now, again, that's not all wrong. You can do that, but that's going to feel very transactional. And business is built on relationships. So number two, again, transition your network. 
Number three, transition your lifestyle. Now this is going to lead into transitioning your budget, but we wanna start with your lifestyle because you can transition your budget, but if your lifestyle hasn't changed yet, it's gonna be very hard to keep that budget where it needs to be. So what does your lifestyle look like right now? Where can you downsize? Where can you cut some cost? Where can you save some money? Because building a business, you need to understand that you're going to be living off of very little and that's the way that it should be. You should be investing more back into the business so that way you can grow that. So transition your lifestyle. An example for me is I am now driving a 2002 $2,000 Honda Accord. And I knew that I didn't want to be spending money on a car payment. That was something that I could transition out of. That was something that I could save a lot of money uh, by getting an older vehicle has decreased our insurance as well. So that cuts some costs. Don't let your pride get in the way. Transitioning your lifestyle is not a setback. It's a setup. You're setting yourself up for the success that you will see. But that's going to come in transitioning your lifestyle. You don't want to be building a business with a gun to your head thinking, if I don't make this sale right? I'm, I'm, my family's going to starve. We're not going to pay the bills. Now, a sense of urgency, that's, that's different. Uh, you want to have a sense of urgency, yes, but I'd rather have the sense of urgency for passion and for drive to build my business than the fact that if I don't do this, then we're going to starve, right? So transition your lifestyle, going into then number four, transition your budget. This will follow your lifestyle. So your cell phone, living expenses, vehicle, as I mentioned, don't be too prideful to build. And remember, you're not taking a step backwards. Some of you may be living very, very uh, lavish lifestyles, very successful lifestyles in the job that you're in, but you know you're not happy there, right? You're, you're, and I, and I hate to completely attach it to emotions, but you're not fulfilled or satisfied in that position, right? So you know that it's going to be a major pay cut possibly for you or most of you. It's going to be, uh, even for myself, going from working in the ministry and starting my business, still major pay cut. And know that, hey, it's not a step backwards. It is a setup. I'm preparing myself for what I've been called to build and what I've been called to create. And number five, transition your mindset. Your mindset needs to be that of an artist or a builder, a blank canvas that the world can't see yet, but you can see. You can see in your heart, in your mind, in your visions. You wake up earlier. You stay up late just thinking about it. It's a blank canvas. Understand that that needs to be your mindset going in. What I've noticed is that some people go into starting their business and they have the mindset of they've already, they've already made it. Now, again, that's not bad to have that faith and that belief that, hey, I'm going to make it, but know that it, you are an artist, you are a builder, you have to bring it to life. And when you have that mindset already established, then you're going to see what you're building differently. You're going to see it as a work of art. You're going to see that uh, each stroke produces something different on the canvas or each brick you lay adds to what you're building. So going in with that mindset, you're going to really free yourself from the thought that you have to already had made it and been successful. This again, all of it goes back to your pride. Don't let your pride become so strong that it keeps you from accomplishing what you need to. You don't have to go out there and act like you've made it. Most people already know, yeah, you're in a startup. It's going to be tough. How can they help? So these are the five things that I wanted to walk through very briefly to prepare you for quitting your job and starting your business. I'll recap. Number one, honor your present opportunity. Number two, transition your network. Prepare them for what is coming. Number three, transition your lifestyle. Before you transition your budget, transition your lifestyle. The budget will follow right behind that. And it does. Number four, transition your budget. Number five, transition your mindset. It's going to be 
difficult, but it's only going to be as difficult as you make it. And what I mean by that is, yes, it's going to be tough to build the business, but you get the opportunity to say, am I looking at this like, oh, it's so hard? Or I'm looking at it, hey, I expected this. I expected some of these setbacks. I expected that it was going to be difficult to introduce this new product, whatever it may be. Um, And also be flexible in your mindset. Understand the market. Understand the need. Understand what's going on out in the world and how you can solve for that. So my own example is using the Enneagram in business. And yes, I coach couples, I coach individuals, but I'm honing in on Enneagram for business because the market is a lot of coaches that teach you what to do, but they're teaching you what to do without knowing who you are and how to be. So what we've done with the Enneagram is we've created an opportunity for people to first understand, okay, who am I first? Why do I do what I do? Then we get into the what instead of just getting straight to the what. And that's something that's needed in the marketplace, especially right now where a lot of businesses have experienced setbacks. A lot of businesses have closed. So we wanted to create a foundation now going into 2021 where we help businesses and teams and leaders understand themselves so they can build on a more solid foundation as they move forward. But in June, when I left my job, I didn't realize that that was going to be the specific need that I was going to be meeting. I was flexible. I was okay with saying, what is the market saying, right? How do I take what the market is saying, what's happening in the market, and bring that alongside uh, my business to then form the product that is needed? So these are the things that you need to be thinking through as you begin to pray about or consider starting your business, going out into the water. Now, I understand certain types are going to be uh, much more driven to make this happen, right? Jump out on the water. My friends kind of laugh at me and I, I, I personally enjoy it because I always say, give me a reason. It doesn't even have to be a good one. If there's something that needs to be done, or especially if there's something I want to get done, all I need is a reason, not even a good one. I understand that that's me as a type eight. That's also going to be probably true of sevens, uh, threes, ones, some of the more driven Uh, types that are more assertive in pursuing their goals. So I understand for a nine, a five, a six, a four, it may take a little bit more doing to uh, get that drive to move forward. That's okay. I'm not projecting my perspective onto you and say, be like Keanu. I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be the best version of you, understanding yourself through the Enneagram and then moving forward. So I know that this was a very quick episode. I just wanted to touch on these things briefly to get this out there. So that way it would either support you as you begin to take this step, or you can share this with somebody that's asking you and they can look into this and they can hear this message and and, uh, be encouraged and begin to prepare. But leave us a rating, leave us a review, and we will answer questions if you have them. This has been More Than Numbers, Enneagram for Business. I'm Keanu Trujillo, coach and founder of True Strategy, and I'm so glad to have you guys here. I'm so glad that you listened. You all have a great week. We'll see you next time.